Horror Movie Talk podcast is brought to you today by Social Experiments Gone Wrong. Social Experiments Gone Wrong takes great pride in what many would consider to be total travesties. They bear the cumbersome burden of messing up the lives of test subjects repeatedly with a wide array of research and development failures. Floods, famine, pandemics, platforms with food on it and several hundred levels of hungry people who refuse to work together for the betterment of all. You name it. Social Experiments Gone Wrong has tested it. Social Experiments Gone Wrong. We mess up so real society doesn't have to. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology. And Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare nonos. Sabrina, don't just stare at it, eat it. New theatrical releases always get priority. But we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk, an opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology, and Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare no-nos. New theatrical releases always get priority, but we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Horrorable. That's Bryce. Uh, I'm David Day. I'm Bryce Hansen. So are you going to do the full intro and the song? I, yeah, I don't know. I thought, uh, the, I haven't, I thought well, the song would be uh, first in question, place of the intro. Yeah, the first question here is, did, did our listeners enjoy that intro music? Because I did. <laughs> I did a lot. And that came to us by way of a young Zimzer on Instagram called uh, Max underscore Allen one two three five that's at max underscore Allen one two three five on Instagram this Zimzer clearly fucks with the best of them and if you enjoyed that track please follow him on IG max is not bad to look at if I'm totally honest and he has a he has that kind of youthful Catholic or maybe Lutheran look that is all the rave with older men and women these days uh, he's probably drowning in that cougar puss if you know what i'm saying <laughs> didn't leave a lot to the imagination yeah. on that <clears throat> yeah there's um there's a thousand two hundred and thirty four other max allens that do not fuck as hard as him <laughs> but he he fucks real hard and he uh is another person that contributed creatively to the show just because he's a fan and he wants to, to help us out with our cre- creative endeavor and i can't imagine uh, anything more, um, I don't know, touching. Yeah, I, I just, I just love well, Max and and Dustin and and Ben and whoever wants to contribute to the show. It's it's a, uh, it helps out a lot. No kidding. And if you guys would like to help us out by helping Max underscore Allen one two three five out, that would be great. Hit him up on Instagram. He does. He needs work right now. Um, he's very. He's very talented uh and he's very happy to you know try and try and get you what you want so so hit him up if uh you know if you're looking for 
for some audio work, he's your man. You guys can also check us out at our website, horrormovietalk.com. From there, you'll find links to all our social media. And, uh, you know, we got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, the Zim, the... <laughs> the LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, Reddit. Check out check out our Reddit. Um, Keith has been posting, essentially blogs on our Reddit. Um, <laughs> just just straight to the Reddit. Yeah, I so, wish he would just post them on the site and then link them to the subreddit. But I'm not gonna complain too much. Well, he holds himself to a very high standard, Bryce. You don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, his his blog posts on horrormovietalk.com are basically academic treaties um, yeah. on whatever subject he's going to write on. So, um, yeah, go to, go to Horror Movie Talk subreddit and um, you'll see other stuff from him. And he's very knowledgeable and and uh, good source of information. Yeah, his old versus new Candyman blog uh, came out last week. And holy moly, it's a goddamn compendium. Um, so yeah, check that out. Um, we post new ep- episodes every single Wednesday, so make sure to subscribe and leave us a rating on Apple Podcast because that helps us out a whole gosh darn bunch. Uh, today we've got a great show for you guys. We will be talking about the platform on Netflix, which released um last week or the week before. Once this uh once this comes out. We'll start out by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being a miserable dredge where it makes you angry, 5 being an average film that hits all the expected marks, and 10 being so good that it transcends genre boundaries. After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film, and later in this episode we will be doing taglines and... Uh, some, it came from social media, I think. Uh, did you have anything else? I, 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 I prepared this early. Um, I think that's it. We, we definitely need to hit up some, some new patrons at the end and do thank yous at the end or right now. Yeah. If actually, if you want to, we want to be, if you want to pull up some of that, some of that info for, uh, it came from social media, I would be eternally grateful. Um, so today we, uh, we are going to be talking about the platform, uh, which as I said, released on Netflix and, um, and we watched it with a bunch of, well, Bryce watched it with a bunch of HMT fans over the Chrome Netflix party extension. And boy, I love this movie. Um, while I'm certain that lots of purists will debate whether this is a horror movie or not, I assure you it's worth the watch and will definitely find some way to make your skin crawl. The timing of this release makes me wonder if Netflix just has a bunch of totally apropos titles just kind of waiting in the wings to be released whenever they're most relevant. Um, so with that, let's get into the trailer. There are three kinds of people. The ones above, the ones below, and the ones who fall. So this is, uh... The pit. Bingo. Mr. Chimagasi, do you know how this all works? It's obvious. We must eat. What will it be? Whatever the ones above don't want. 
disgusting. How many are below us? Soon there will be less. Was that a person? Obviously it was a person. Nobody's gonna do it! If everybody ate only what they needed, the food would get to the lowest level. Help me go down. Down the suicide. Hunger will drive you mad. You have a big heart, but honestly, I don't think you'll survive for long. So, the platform is about a prison called the Pit, where there are three kinds of people. The ones above, the ones below, and the ones who fall. This is a twisted place where every cell contains two people and is stacked on top of a seemingly endless column of other cells. Every day, there's a massive banquet comprised of everyone in the prison's favorite dish. This banquet contains enough calories for everyone in the Pit to survive. Uh, the catch is that the banquet is placed on a platform <laughs> that stops. So, first off, I, ha- I have a question. Is that true? Does it have enough calories to support everyone? Uh, that's kind of what the... I got. That's kind of what I got out of it, right? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it was in- it was insinuated that if everybody just ate enough for themselves, there would be enough for everyone several times. Yeah. Um, that's but a lot of people assumed things that were also wrong in the end so well everybody in the prison is represented with a dish um everybody in the prison gets a dish placed on the on the platform we're getting too far into it i have a feeling that you didn't that you missed a lot because you watched it on netflix party and you're like i'm trying to make jokes is that (laughs) is that true maybe (laughs) so um The catch is that the banquet is placed on a platform that stops at every cell for a short time, and it starts at the top, and it works its way down. Um, So some prisoners are in the pit by choice, and some are there because of a crime, but there seems to be a promise that is made to all of them, regardless crime, no crime, uh, upon entry, that if you do your time and make it out, you will be granted some sort of increased social standing. Um, our protagonist is a man called Goering, uh, played by Ivan Masagi, Masagua, 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 <laughs> who spends time with several of the inmates of the pit. As he learns the ropes, he also seems to take issue with the inherent societal problems that it represents, greed and desperation. So, the platform is a Spanish film by Galder Gaz. Telu Urisha. <laughs> and it's one of the most unique ideas that I've seen put to the screen since the movie Cube. Uh, minimal but rigid design of, like, the aesthetic of the pit echoes in the sci-fi dystopian walls of the film itself. Uh, you know the sick and twisted, uh, I should say, you know the sick and twisted world that uh, lay in the base. Oh, 
let me let me start this over. You know the sick and twisted world that kind of lay in the basement of Buffalo Bill in the Silence of the Lambs? That terrifying and perverse reality that we get like to forget exists in the real world, that feeling is magnified in at least it was for me in this movie, in the platform. And it's kind of made the subject of the entire movie. To make it even more hard-hitting, the platform is clearly a commentary on humans and society today. While it's hard to draw many direct analogies with the real world, the standout one seems to be uh, human nature and the greed inherent therein. Also, there's a good argument to be made for, like, this is the problem with capitalism. Um the platform is not without hope, but it is chock full of extreme violence, imagery, and ideas that make this a real stomach churner. Uh, this movie stays with me, and I wouldn't mind watching it again. It doesn't hold your hand, and there is clearly a lot of theorizing that one can do to try and determine the symbology and lessons within. What did you think of the movie, Bryce? Yeah, I thought I thought it was really good. Um it it was a little heavy-handed in some stuff um in terms of the themes and whatnot but it did enough with the premise that made it hold my interest um it feels very much like a kind of like a student film concept of someone coming up with an idea before they realize like, well, that's not going to actually work on film, but (laughs) the director is skilled enough that he does make, he does pull it off and it seems not like just a hokey premise. I mean, you look at the last movie we reviewed was the bye bye man, which relied solely on the premise and didn't have any kind of plot or character development at all. And they just assumed the premise would be enough. And so this is one of those types of films that you would think that it's really going to rely on it. But, um, yeah, there's, there's enough going on that keeps your interest. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that you say like it's he- it's, it's a little heavy handed because I mean, that's basically, it's the whole film. Right. It's the purpose of the film is to right. kind of make a point. Um, and it's not clumsy about it, really, is it? Would you say it is? No, it's not clumsy. Um, it's just the <laughs> it's not subtle. No, no, is, definitely is what I'm not. saying. There's no there's no subtlety to what it's trying to say with what the platform is. Um, it's a little more subtle with what it's saying the the quote unquote message is, um, yeah. and that's so much so that it's not really clear <laughs> at the end. Uh, but you know, it's it's kind of this this weird game it's playing that it's like tells you you know this is the message this is the message, and you get everything about the film. And then it leaves that one thing kind of like, well, what does it actually mean by that? Right. And so you feel dumb by saying like, well, I didn't get it because the rest of it's so obvious, (laughs) you know? Right. Yeah. (laughs) At least for me. Well, I think, I think that's part of the point though. I think, I think you've like stumbled upon the, the point, which is, 
uh, like in in so many words, it's it's really complicated and it's hard to know and it's a moving target. You know, it's like this is the purpose it, or this is the message is it changes several times. Uh, it's and it's it's vague and it's hard for people to to completely understand and because it's it deals with people and people are they're messy anyway um so uh i gave it a score of nine out of ten i really enjoyed this i actually watched it twice uh what about you um i give it a seven out of ten um it's not not my favorite but it's it's creative and um like really visually appealing and yeah, it's very lots pretty. of lots of stuff happens that's just um yeah, I mean it's just it held my interest. It's good. It's not like um amateurish. Um so yeah, I th- I think it's a solid solid good movie. Yeah, I think I think that it will upset people with strong political opinions one way or another. Either upset them or delight them, you know? It's kind of one of these things where it's like if you can't if you can't separate your viewing experience at least a little bit from your politics, uh, then yeah. there's a chance you I, could fall real hard on one side or the other. I'd say that freshman college students are going to love this movie. Oh, yeah, they're going to fucking eat Freshman it up. college students are going to cream all over their pants. <laughs> just just about, they're like, yeah, man, this is, this movie gets it. Yeah. That's that's what the problem is in society, man, is the platform. And then you just realize like, uh, yeah, it's a little it's a little more complicated than that, but you know, th- there's a lot of truth in what it's in what it's saying in that life is not fair. <laughs> society is not set up um to give everyone an equal footing and a lot of the inequity is created by each other. Right. Yeah. Okay. So with that, let's get into an emergency alert. Horror movie talk reviews new movies, and that means we rely heavily on theaters, and our favorite theaters are the small, privately owned ones in our community. During this corona shutdown, all of these theaters are in serious jeopardy. Horror Movie Talk has decided to help these theaters the only way we know how, which is to feature them in our podcast. Today, we'd like to help Cinema 21 again at 616 Northwest 21st Avenue, Portland, Oregon. Cinema 21 plays many independent and hard-to-find movies that allow us to bring you reviews of fabulous horror movies like The House That Jack Built and Color Out of Space. They're privately owned and struggling to survive the shutdown. This is a great place. You can buy local beer, enjoy a tasty snack, and feel like you're in the in the Cineplex from the 1970s. Dropping 10, 25, 50 or 100 bucks here is a great Friday night experience. So please help us keep Cinema 21 open uh, by going to cinema21.com and clicking on the gift certificates link. I believe it's just on the homepage. Um, and as soon as they reopen, they'll be happy to honor your gift card and guys if you have a local theater near you consider uh reaching out to them um and and seeing what you can do to help so like i was saying that's cinema yeah we've been partnering partnering with a couple other podcasts local to, to portland um 
notably scariest things we've mentioned before. And they actually have a blog post on their site, scariestthings.com, um, with only one T um, in the middle. And they've got a blog that features a bunch of independent theaters across the country. Um, so maybe you can go there and see if there's one near you or really – you probably know what the independent theaters are near you. Just find their website and go, and I guarantee you they will have an option to to buy a gift card um, in this time if they're if they're closed down. And yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's no reason not to if you if you love movies, you're going to go to these theaters anyways. Um, and you know uh, what? You know what would help be really with helpful. some cash flow issues. You know what would be really helpful is if is if everyone who goes to support their local theater just tells them, oh, yeah, Horror Movie Talk was talking about you on on their podcast. Just whatever theater it is, just be like, Horror Movie Talk told me to come support you guys. Because, I mean, we did. We told you to go support your local theater. So the more exposure we can get, that helps us. And, you know, by virtue of you helping them. So whoever they are, tell them we sent you. Um if you we also watch- on on the horror movie talk website we have links to the gift cards for Cinema Twenty One down at the bottom of the homepage and then on the sidebar on any of the posts. That is true. Yeah, and if you guys would like to support horror movie talk, you can do so by heading to our website horrormovietalk.com. At the top of the page there, there are two links. Uh, one is for Patreon, uh, where you can you know choose any number of support methods on patreon one of which uh a couple of which i should say get you access to a whole nother podcast that we, where we just leave the mics running it's called the Afterpod, uh after and we record it after this podcast um the other link on horrormovietalk.com will bring you to amazon i know you're all buying things on amazon right now i know i am and if you go ahead and click that link and just bookmark it and use it to every time you need to do shopping on Amazon, then we get a cut of the, your expenses uh, on Amazon. And that helps us out a great deal as well. If you guys, there are, Shudder is seeing record numbers of new subscriptions right now. That's S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com. They are a horror movie streaming platform and if you enter HMT at checkout, you can get a 30-day free trial instead of that dumb fucking seven-day free trial that I wish would burn in hell and be stabbed a million times. Um, you can also support our 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 resident artist, Dustin Goble, who is a professional artist who fucks very, very, very hard. Um, so hard that it'll leave... It'll leave whatever orifice you you had Jesus. Um, as just a it's just a steaming crater. <laughs> he also he also takes commissions Jesus for artwork <laughs> from HMT fans. So make sure to contact him at dgobel00. That's at d g o e b e l zero zero on Instagram and make your artistic dreams come true. If you guys could go over to his Instagram right now and show him some love, talk him up, you know, make him, you know, ask him about his dick, and um, <laughs> and what it's kind coded of... in Teflon for your pleasure. Yeah. So you guys make sure to support him and uh, I believe it's Max underscore Allen one two three five 
that kid uh he fucks real real hard on the audio track i don't i've him and i we haven't hooked up yet so not sure not sure the the amount of craterage that you'll your orifices will be left in but <laughs> i'm sure it's some it's it's somewhere in there yeah so, so he's he's a uh... He's asking us to, to tell you that um, he would love to work with more people. Um, so um, let me see what he says here. I, I really could use uh, things to keep me busy now. So if anyone listening wanted something made, I would be interested in doing it for them. So, I mean, he's he's a, he's does good work and he definitely will work with you until you're happy um i mean he just approached us and said hey uh, you know i'd love to to do an intro for you and he was very reasonable in, in that he's like i know i'm just a stranger um if you don't like it you don't have to use it it's like i i won't be offended and he comes back with just a just a smash like hit out of the park a goddamn hit factory <laughs> so uh, we're we're really happy to to plug him and and uh help him get more work so reach out to max underscore allen one two three five on instagram as well so with that let's get into spoilers i don't have the spoilers drop so you're just gonna have to uh you're just gonna have to imagine that i played it already Bryce Here, I can, I... I can play it, just a oh, second. Oh, you can? Spoilers. So, the level of complication that this whole thing has put on Horror Movie Talk is... Profound, <laughs> you guys. Yeah. We could not. We could not use your support. There is not a time where we could use your support more. This is, uh, this is getting crazy. Um, I'm at my house. If I look, if this episode ends up being funky, I'm really sorry. I, I think it's going to end up being okay, but just, just putting that out there. Bryce is at his house. I'm at my house. We're encouraging everyone to, you know. Yeah, we. The last episode we did separately, kind of as an April Fool's joke that wasn't, you know, necessarily super funny. Little, it's a little more subtle than the platform, but you know, honestly, <laughs> doesn't seem like that bad of an idea after how rough this morning was. Okay, and so no more talking about things that could jinx the recording. Um, not that that's the reason. I just, ugh, I just. <laughs> <laughs> this coronavirus is just really uh, it's just really upsetting um, yeah we're on we're on the struggle bus today um so we'll, we'll uh forge on let me see let me see if i let's see if this drop shows up that is really super how to knit with like you get so tasteful i think it did that's good um so the first part of this movie is interesting, uh, or this movie, I should say, is interesting because it really withholds information from you um, and and kind of like keeps it at a steady drip of like tidbits that it gives you moving your way through the whole thing. And to me, I love the, a movie that does that because it holds my very short attention span because I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, what's the next thing? What are they going to? What are they going to tell me about next? 
And um, I don't know. Did that did that bother you at all, or how did you how did it take you? No, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's definitely that kind of movie that doesn't give you any information and slowly reveals. Um, and it's just a a choice, and uh, it works most of the time, <laughs> so it's a good choice. Um, I think it's really, really propped up by the fact that the the actor that plays Trimagasi is fantastic. Like he's he really commands the scene whenever he's talking. And a lot of the first half of the film is him just saying like him conveying that he gets it and he yeah. understands how it works. And yeah. the, the young guy doesn't. And so you're kind of hanging on his every word to figure out what's going on. Yeah. The casting in this movie was spot on. And we should mention that it is like, I said it earlier, it is a Spanish movie. Uh, and yeah, I thought it was French for some reason. I even said that in the Netflix party. I was like, this movie is so French. Uh, <laughs> but it ended up being Spanish. So I was like, oh, okay. I think it was because of the snails. I think it was because of the um, the dish. Yeah, they, the they talked dish. about escargots, like the whole, the central piece of it was like French cuisine, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Literal, the centerpiece was cuisine. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but so, um, yeah. I mean, this is the this is a really creative movie. Um, I think like Spanish horror. Uh, I guess this is out of Spain, so it's not really close relationship to anything out of South America. But I mean, out of the two, out of the couple Spanish movies that we've reviewed, we love both of them. I think. Yeah, wreck. Uh, Wreck is also Spanish. That's a great one. There was another one that was, I can't remember the name of it, but I, it has stuck with me so much um, that it was Spanish. And it was about, it was a found footage movie and it was about a maze or a house that had a maze next to it kind of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, Spanish horror, yeah, does it for me for some reason. Yeah. And of course, um, Terrified. Oh yes, uh, yeah, aterrados, aterrados. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. it's that one has been the that's been the best to us. Yeah, that's consistently our top. <laughs> we get the most traffic on our website to that uh, yeah. review. So yeah, as you were saying, Tremagasi, he kind of is, he's kind of the narrator through the at least the first half and even even beyond there. Um, a little bit um and he kind of explain he kind of lays out the the rules like what what the platform is and he and he just drips he just keeps a drip going of information he's like uh, and and he follows everything up all of his explanations with obviously obviously it's this way isn't this yeah. obvious to you isn't it so obvious to you which is i a, another kind of little social commentary sort of thing it's like it's like the guy who has the system figured out right and to him it's all so obvious and to everybody yeah. else it's not so obvious but to him oh well, look at it you can just see it yeah there's <laughs> there's a lot of like uh curveballs that they throw at you and, and one of the first ones is that they start out on level 48 yeah and then you're told that 
I can't remember if you're told how many levels there are, but I feel like it's revealed at some time that there's 200. It's slowly revealed. That they keep revealing that there are more and more, right? Right. Because your first so, inclination is to be like, how many levels are there? And then they give you, well, there's at least, yeah, 200, and then it continues. And eventually we get a solid answer on how many there are. Yeah. So, I mean, the the fact that they're on, like, level 48 or whatever – and you're trying to do the math in your own head of like, okay, so did we describe what what happens, what what the rules are? That, uh, that should no, probably I, be. Yeah, I have we the rules talk about that first. Yeah, I have so, the rules here. So go ahead. So they're in this cell block with a hole in the floor and a hole in the ceiling, and they can see all the cells above and below pretty much. And through that hole is a magical slab of concrete that descends with a full banquet laid out on it. And uh, I say full banquet, but it's like a ravaged full banquet because everyone above them gets to eat first. And they're a bunch of monsters and then it's just like the leftovers that they get and then they get two minutes to eat and then it the platform descends through the hole to the next cell below and so the people at the top eat as much as they want and then by the time it gets to the bottom there's nothing and so there's a lot of violence and and uh stuff that happens at the lower levels because you know they're starving and uh at the upper levels they think they're better but the the main thing is that everyone it randomly assigns people what level they're on and it they switch it every month so it's like a random chance thing and it's not fair so they start out on level 48 Garen, and you're trying to you're starts to, out on 48 what that's where we as the audience start out you, it, it should yeah you should mention so you're trying to do the math of like okay so there's there's cells above and cells below and they're on 48 so when they talk about cells above i assumed that it counted up to from 48 so the next level up would be 49 50 yada 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 well that's just foolish and uh because you see the the food coming down and you're like oh man they they, they're getting the scraps like they are scraping the bottom of the barrel once they get to level 48 because there's only you know 47 below them um and then it's revealed that no, it's it's the opposite. It starts at one and counts counts up as the platform descends, <laughs> which is the first like little twist that I I feel it's it's pretty subtle the, how they're playing with your expectations there, but then it reveals like oh yeah, <laughs> like this this banquet is pretty ravaged. Yeah, by the time it gets past the first couple floors, you know, there's a lot to be grossed out by in this in this movie. And it starts with like the the first. The first thing that really hits hits you is, my God, like this, quote unquote, banquet has just been um, diminished into a pile of like mixed food. 
it's just mix it's like a trough mixed with like broken glass kind of and clearly gone through by someone else it's like dumpster diving kind of right right and this dude this uh what what's his name um uh tree tree magasi he he's just goes at it he like just dives in he's like oh this is great food like isn't it great that we get to eat and uh and uh, Goering is just repulsed um i want to add so- to some of the rules that you that you laid out so every so everyone who is admitted into the prison is is asked what their favorite meal is and that meal is added to the platform so there's a meal for everyone on the platform or at least a dish um you can when the platform stops for you you can eat whatever you want but you can't keep any food once the platform continues its descent if you have any food um that you're like saving for later they either raise or lower the temperature until you die or give the people below the food back okay i'm i'm gonna push back i don't I don't remember them saying everyone's allowed their well, then, favorite meal. Well, then you did they, not watch that part of the movie because it happened. Well, they're they're asked what their item is. They bring no, an item. No, yes, that too. Um, they're all allowed an item as well. They, but I assure you, you missed a part. Um, okay. Where, geez, Bryce, you got to wait. Well, a, I mean, I'm a, just doing oh the gosh. math. Looking at that, looking at that platform, that is not enough. That's not, that's not, um, well, I mean, we're in the spoiler section. That is not 666 dishes. I mean, uh, if you're, if you're going to serve a banquet of 660 people, you would need more food than they were displaying. It, it's, I'm just doing the, I'm just doing the math with the visual. So I must've missed something in the uh, dialogue. Yeah, she was, she, I, as she was interviewing him or once, once he gets his second, uh, cellmate she explains she explains the the principle of of how of how that works but um a month is spent on each level so, so each group of cellmates each uh each pair of cellmates is spends one month on each level and like Bryce said um you, you your level is chosen at random so it's just just a roll of the dice each time where you're going to end up. You could end up on one and you could end up on the lowest level, which later in the movie we learn is 333. So if you double 333, you get 666. That's been, like Bryce said, how many prisoners are in are in the prison uh, or how many could fit in the prison. Um, pr- prisoners who die are given a new cellmate uh, at the end of at the start of the new month, basically. And any mm-hmm. and one last or two last final rules. Anything goes. Um, anything goes within the pit. You're allowed to kill. You're allowed to. It's. It doesn't matter. It's just whatever you want to do. Uh, you can poop on the platform. You can do anything you want. Um, and totally random chance uh, determines your your cellmate and the following cell level. Like I said before. Um, and everybody gets an item. Goering, the item that our main character brings is is a book, is Don Quixote. Um, <laughs> I love how you said that. Don Quixote. Yeah. How's it pronounced? I, I, I just I just hear it as Donkey Hody f- oh. from you. Yeah, it's uh yeah Don Quixote. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, which is. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's in and of itself. So Don the 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 Don Quixote is is important because it's kind of its own socioeconomic commentary, because the main character is a believer in equal rights. And um, and the interesting thing about this movie is everybody in all the prisoners have equal rights. Like this is an equal rights. The pit is equal rights. Everybody gets the same amount of rights. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you could you could also make the argument you know the obvious the obvious uh parallel with with the setup the, of the platform is this represents capitalism mm-hmm. and you say like there's people above that with all the wealth and they're shitting on like sometimes literally shitting on people below them right um the other way i was just thinking about right now you could look at this is this could also represent any political any political like ideology because i mean there's people starving in communist countries and yeah. why are they starving because the people with the access first take all of the stuff i mean yeah i, I, think <laughs> I mean it... there's there's oligarchies and stuff in in uh in communist countries and socialist countries like there's definitely still inequality and that's because people are shitty Right. I think I think the low hanging fruit here is to compare this movie to a to a um, political commentary, which, yeah, it's very easy to do. um, But I think it's more constructive to compare it to human nature. Right. I mean, I mean, human nature dictates greed. And that's the basis of of kind of the problem with humanity. Right. Is. Yeah, I mean, you can even say human nature dictates politics, which is sure. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna have you're gonna have, you know, quote unquote politics in whatever system you choose, and politics is always gonna be about power. Right. Yeah, and you know, like everybody in this everybody in this prison is very rigidly given equal rights. Like, no one is allowed to keep food um, for later. They're all required to. To leave it on the platform when the platform leaves. No one is, you know, is given preferential treatment in terms of, like, maybe getting put on level one twice intentionally. Nope, it's random chance every time. So what that kind of shows us is that, you know, equal rights is different from the equality of outcomes right so right. some people some people get a bad roll of the dice every time just by random chance they just get a shit hand every time the other thing is um like now that i'm thinking about it the platform only stays there for like two minutes yeah it's some short amount of time how much can you eat in two minutes um yeah i mean it's it's not like, I don't know. Could, I, could you get all the calories that you would need in a day in two minutes? Like, it's. I mean, you could even just make the argument that it's set up to make it so that there's food by the time it gets to the bottom, but somehow <laughs> the people at the top still find their way to 
um, make it bad for everyone below him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> I can't, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's I, impressive. I, yeah. I don't know if it's actually two minutes. It could be a little bit longer than that, I, I but it, it does not seem like a long amount of time for sure. It seems like it's under the 10 minute mark. Yeah. Um, it says, it says two minutes on the IMDB. So I don't know if they said it explicitly in the, I think they in might the movie have. or not, but yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I found I found that well, I all of that is pretty interesting to me. Just the the commentary on human nature and and <laughs> how it's like it's baked in, you know? There's no escaping it. Um unless <clears throat> unless we all kind of are either forced to work together or or have some sort of awakening together, right? Yeah, unless everyone gets the message. Right. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, so that's a big part of the movie is that <laughs> is at the center of it there's a bunch of people arguing and and uh, philosophizing about how to solve this problem that is the platform. And we hear the phrase repeatedly, this is the message, you know, mm -hmm. because you have to, everyone has to get on board with whatever solution you're trying to portray. And so at different times, it says like, this is the message. It's, um, you know, it's, a, it's this, a dish. It's a single yeah. dish that we're going to send back to the people who make the food to show them that we stand in solidarity against them or something like that. Yeah, so the so the lady that was working for the government or whatever that comes in, like her message was um basically just fairness, like saying pass it pass it down. Like I've I've uh, created your dish for you. Um, yeah. you please do eat, that for the people below you. Yeah, please do that for the people below you. That's the message. And then the next like cellmate he has is the one where really, you know, they really focus in on the message, which is they're gonna ride <laughs> down all the way and protect this one dish, the panacote, panacote, um, which is it looks just like a delicate dessert. dessert yeah and they're going to take it all the way to the bottom so everyone understands that this is the message that we can we can make it all the way to the bottom with food yeah know, it's what, it's what kind of interesting as you're bringing that up i'm starting to realize that there's like a little bit of a thing going on here with some people think that the answer is to send the message down the chain right is is and sending the message down to the people below you is essentially trying to appeal to the human nature within the people, your equals or those who are quote unquote lesser than you. Right. And, uh, and trying to like talk down to people trying to teach down. And then some people think that the message er, that the correct method is to send a message up to the people at the top. Right. Um, 
so the people who control the prison get the message and then and then they're allowed to distribute some form of equality because the people below have have reached some sort of consensus and that's supposed to mean something but neither one seems to real well we don't know how how sending the message up works out because the movie ends but neither one seems to be ideal well yeah i mean when you see the the people below appealing to those above you see I mean, it never really works out, but the reactions you see are people saying, well, I guess above and below. So everyone involved has probably experienced or will experience being at the bottom yeah. and being experiencing at the top. So if you're down at like level 150 for the last month and you were practically starved to death – once you get up to one of the higher levels, you feel like you deserve to be on the higher level because you suffered. And so if someone's going to ask you like, no, you got to just eat a little and then send the rest down so everyone can have some. And you're like, yeah, but I almost starved to death. So I think I'm just going to do what I want to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's everyone short-sighted <laughs> and, and everyone like can't look beyond the immediate moment in which yeah. they have access. Yeah, it's it's really interesting and and really it seems like the the quote-unquote answer to this whole thing is everybody has to come to a similar uh realization at once, right? All the people ab- above, all the people below and the the people who uh, who run the prison. Everybody has to have a like mind. And it's very difficult for that to happen. There's there's constructs in the way of uh, so if everybody in the in the prison is is on the same page, but the but the prisoner owners aren't. Well, you're still in prison, (laughs) you know, and so it's 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 a very difficult thing to work your way out of. But um, yeah, this is a this is a movie where the premise really breaks down when you think systematically like or when you think outside of the situation because why would anyone volunteer for it like i, I guess the that's promise like, of the promise the, the, of an increased social not, standing yeah it says they'll get a, a official diploma or whatever um but you're not told what the world outside is like Right. And if this is better or worse, really, to be honest, I mean, who yeah. knows what kind of dystopian um, reality is in the outside world of the platform. But really, when you when you think about it, like, why would anyone choose to do it? Well, um, I mean, why would it be set up this way? Like, what's the what's the purpose of the platform? Um, and is it literally to get people to kill themselves, you know? Right. Cause, yeah. Cause when you think about it that way, it doesn't, the premise doesn't make sense, but that's not important. What's important is the message <laughs> of the film, <laughs> right. which is people are shitty. And this is kind of how we relate to each other. Um, yeah, it's in a different lens social standings. that we can use to look at, to simplify our situation and look at it, um, uh, in a, kind of isn't this fucked up sort of sort of tint on that lens right right um 
so let's get back to the movie. So Goering um, initially signed up uh, f- f- for the pit in order to uh, to to receive two degrees that you know he'll supposedly be able to give him increased social standing, and he wanted to stop smoking too. <laughs> um, and uh, and so you know he's got uh, what's 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 the first guy's name? Trima Trimagasu. Yeah, Trimagasi Trimagasi. or something like that, yeah. Yeah. He's he introduces him to the whole idea and then so they make it through level 48 and then they're put on a much lower level. It's like 80 or something like that. Um and every time that that Gering that the month changes, Gering is taken off guard, right? He's taken by surprise. So his cellmate gets the jump on him. Uh, Trimagasi has him tied up as he wakes up and he's like, look, shit's going to be real rough down here. I tied you up because I'm old and you can overpower me. And uh, I have, I'm a kind and benevolent cellmate. I'm just going to eat little bits of you um, once I start getting really hungry. And I don't know when that'll be, but it'll be. And I'll throw you some of your, your, um, you know, thigh meat to yourself too. Yeah. So you you can, can keep living. You can keep living by eating you too so as you can see i'm a very within the system i'm very fair uh and i won't kill you i'll make sure that we get through this together um and kind of it's fucked up you know it's like oh yeah then you start to realize the way people down below survive is they kill each other and then eat each other and um and that's really the only way to survive right yeah it's um it's it's real bad. Is to eat your cellmate's moldering corpse for for a month. And lots of people have come into the pit with the wise deci- having made the wise decision of bringing a weapon with them instead of a book. Um, right. So, <laughs> you know. Um, I realize now that you know they when they switch them out in cells they gas them right. Yeah. Um, and knock them out. Someone should have chosen the one item to be a gas mask. Oh damn! And so they, so they could just ambush the people that were coming into the cell to move them, because yeah. like, is there a hidden door that they could run out of, or is there like a ladder that they could steal? There's got um. So on the on the Netflix party, the question was asked, "What would be your one item? Uh, what would what would be your one item that you would bring to the platform, David?" Me. Yeah. Uh probably probably one of those fake vaginas. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that seems like a huge waste cuz you have your hand. Well, maybe maybe a maybe if there was one that had like a whole and a dildo on it. Because <laughs> I just want to distract my cellmate, really. You know, that's a good question because if there's like a cucumber on the platform to eat like you can't part of it is if you hold on to food as the platform is descending <laughs> it will it will heat up the room to kill you but but if it's I inside mean, if you your body it, yeah if it's inside your body if you just insert it rectally would that give you a pass to where you could just shit it out and then eat it mm. like later mhm you know yeah mhm yeah like, it's this a- is it's a question for the ages, for sure. 
There's a uh, lot of things that they didn't explore in the platform, which they they can use in the sequel. You know, they they can contact me for for ideas. So there's a lot more to this movie. Um, I kind of well, wait. Don't you want to know my item? Yeah. What's your item? Uh, I would get a fork. So they're always eating everything with their hands. Sounds like pretty bad. I'd rather just use a fork. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. the joke. That's um, the a joke. couple of the other answers in the Netflix party. Jess had the great answer of a ladder, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty genius. Someone, and then immediately after that, the the guy with the rope appeared in the movie, which basically had the same idea of like, yeah. hey, I'll climb up using this rope. Um, which is a pretty good idea. And then someone else said, I could probably pull it up. Hold on. Okay. So other answers on the Netflix party, Sarah said a dog, if it was able to be allowed. Um, and then which it to was. which I responded. There was a dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't the only one that thought of it. Um, to which I responded, good thinking. You can eat a dog. Um, <laughs> I think that was, I think that was all of them. So yeah, ladder, a dog, and and mine was a fork. Okay, we can move on now. So um, we're introduced to kind of an X factor within the pit named Miharu. It's a she's a woman who rides the platform in search of her child, who may or may not exist. We don't know if the child exists. We're not a hundred percent sure on that. Um, but she kind of just sits quietly on the platform and rides it as it descends down, 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 down. And, uh, anybody who tries to, to fuck with her, she, she kills savagely. Um, she's pretty, pretty intense. And, uh, early in the movie, uh, Goring, our, our, uh, protagonist shows her kindness and, uh, that's not forgotten, um, by her. Um, and eventually, so so at some point, she's descending the platform, and uh, Goring is being nibbled on by his first cellmate, uh, and she jumps off the platform and helps him get the guy off of him, and he 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 kills Trimagasi, um, and and ends up eating him, <laughs> you know, as you do. And, um, and so now he's kind of, now he's kind of like pot committed before he had like a holier than thou, um, kind of outtake on, on everything. Like he's above it. Um, but now that he's not only committed murder, but eaten the guy, um, it, mm, he's kind of, he's kind of in it, in it to win it, I guess you'd say. Um, it's hard to have a stance once you've done something like that. Right. Right. And uh, his next cellmate is essentially the woman who admitted him into the prison. She's like the um, the screener who who she, and she has sheds a lot of light on on the prison. A lot of which we've already talked about for him. She she her yeah. I a lot of exposition comes dog. from her, and she also adds a lot of uncertainty because she is the one that says, "I think there's 200 levels," which we right. find out is not true. Um. So it seems like she knows a lot about it, but she doesn't. And she is the one that says, oh, this um, Mira, what's her name? Uh, Mira, Mira, Mira something. It's Miharu. Can you hear me? Miharu. Okay. So she's the one that says Miharu came in alone and she doesn't have a child. Right. Um, 
and um yeah so all of those things end up being wrong so what is, what does she know she's the one that brings the dog and um she eventually does she kill herself is that what happened how did yes, she die or, yeah, or she... no maharo they attack each other and, and maharo kills her what no isn't that what happens no i believe no um her his second cellmate kills herself um she, oh, okay she hangs herself that's right um oh yeah then, miharu eats her dog isn't right. that what it is and then yes. she kills herself something like that i believe um yeah. uh let's see here and then his third cellmate is baharat uh, this is his final cellmate and he his his deal is he brought a rope with him and he wishes to escape the pit with a rope and he gets he he shows up on level six so he's like really close to the to the top i don't know what his plan is to get from level one to the top tippy top but um it doesn't work out <laughs> he tries he throws the rope to level five and he's like hey pull me up and they're like okay and so as he's climbing the rope this dude pulls down his pants and shits in his face <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh there's a lot of great scenes in this movie a lot of every every time where when people are shitty to each other it's actually i mean it's hard not to take a little delight as a viewer <laughs> hang on i'm gonna play a drop I mean, I what? guess I'm a pretty sick guy. Just played a drop. Um, get oh. Bryce can't hear a lot of my drops, so I have to tell him, hey, you can, I'm about to do the thing. So, um, with Baharat, um, Goering and Baharat decide they will impose their will and try to ma- send a message to the people at the top. And so they end up riding the platform down and defending food and kind of metering it out, making sure everybody gets their 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 bit. And uh, and they uh, they kind of go, well, we're going to like Bryce said, they're going to keep one dish pristine to send as a message up to the top. This is the message. And then once they reach once they fight everybody off brutally and um and reach level the bottom level three three three. They're greeted by the little kid. So Miharu's little kid is there hiding under a bed, and they. At this point, Baharat dies. He has been mortally wounded by a uh, a cut on his thigh or something like that, and uh, and Goring takes the little girl down into the even below the prison, um, so that the the platform descends. And he sends the little girl back up. That little girl is the message. And I think the best way I could interpret that was that, the that hey, look, there wasn't supposed to be any kids in your being taken advantage of in your prison. But here it exists. Look at how the, the equality within your prison is is not even is not even in touch because there's no kids allowed in here and yet look there's a little kid here and that's not fair at all mm-hmm. but, so that's kind of how i interpreted it how did you how did it take you yeah i mean i think that's what it's trying to say or i mean it's definitely for the people outside of the prison because that platform like shoots up like a freaking rocket there's it's not something that other prisoners are going to be able to see yeah um 
I I envisioned the t- <laughs> I envisioned that the platform was just going to splatter at the top of the roof. I know, me too. Just like there's just going to be another concrete block where it's like that's the message and that would have been a great end of the movie, which is just like boom. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's it's all meaningless. I think oh, that's yeah. really what the actual message of this movie is. I mean, the message of what the platform is within the movie is one thing, but the message of this movie is it's it's pretty hopeless and every and life is pointless and uh well you're it's just a, it's bending, a losing game. You're just bending it to fit the thing that you want it to fit. That's that, because that's I mean, if for those of you who don't know, that's Bryce's motto basically. Right. We our our intro used to be that Bryce was a nihilist. Yeah, I mean, is is it not true? <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I mean, there's the so many they different set up ways a little to girl. What is, what does that actually mean? Like, what what is the the message that that tells? Like, oh, stuff is happening here that you don't understand. Okay. A lot of people would what, interpret it in a hopeful way, I think. What, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think you don't you don't need to know any more information about the platform to say that it's a horrible thing. <laughs> like, you don't have to show that, oh, there's, oh my gosh, there's a, there's a little girl in there? Oh, I thought it was just adults that were eating each other and killing each other and shitting on each other and not letting each other eat. Like, yes. oh, well, now it's bad. Sure. I don't think, uh, but like I said, I think that the ending moment of sending the little girl up is intended to inspire hope. Um, you know, uh, sure. But I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say. And, and, uh, I, I, this is part of the thing that I like about movies like this is they inspire this kind of this kind of conversation, you know, which is yeah, it's a it's a good conversation starter, and it's got enough of like weird, like um, structural things that if you poke at it, it's like okay, well this <laughs> this doesn't hold up in the real world, right? Um, so like, how does what does that what does that mean for the film? And when you look farther beyond maybe the first couple surface levels, then it just breaks down. Yeah. But you can do it. You, you can do it in any movie, but this one is a little more interesting to do it with. Yeah. There's a couple different allegories that you can kind of draw here. There's like the socioeconomic allegory of capitalism plays no favorites. There's the, the hell, the very obvious hell allegory, which is, you know, 666 prisoners, maybe, Maybe that means capitalism is hell or something like that. Maybe they're trying to say something like that. Or maybe it's just like maybe it's just like human nature is is look how fucked up it is. Who knows? Um yeah. I think it's just people with more more opportunity shit on people with less. Yeah, that's that seems safe safe to say. Um let's see here. So, who would you recommend this movie to? Um, I mean, I think it's, uh, I wouldn't turn anyone away from it. Um, especially cause it's low hanging fruit. It's on Netflix. Um, I'm trying to think of what other, what other movies it's like. Um, have you seen cube? No. 
It's worth it. Um, it's hard to get into because uh, the first bit of it is... It's interesting, but it's like very 1997 interesting so it's like uh... yeah i think okay here here's <laughs> yeah if you like dystopian stuff or gattaca um, a lot a lot of these yeah gattaca if you like uh, actually these um movies based off of young adult novels like um what's it called the hunger games yeah um mm-hmm. and um you know, some of those other young adult novels where it's like, oh, or the Maze Runner or whatever, uh-huh. like the ones where it's they're in a situation and society has put them in it and it's shitty and they have to. It's like dog eat dog kind of yeah. thing. It's definitely within that genre. Um, but, yeah, it's a it's an interesting movie. You should watch it with with friends or with your spouse or partner or whatever, because it'll inspire a lot of conversation. Yeah. And it's yeah. not too long. It's like an hour and a half, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 a it's it's easy. Um, it's not it's it's not easy content, but it's uh, it's definitely you know it's it's enjoyable. I mean, it's some of the most fun I've had with like original Netflix stuff. Oh man, Ozarks is out. Oh baby, Ozark. Have you not watched the new season yet? I we're I'm almost through it. Yeah, we just finished it last night. Anyways, this yeah this movie, I'd say if you like it you're going to you're going to enjoy it and enjoy talking about it and if you hate it you're also going to enjoy talking about it yes uh, there's there's no downside really to watching the platform that is accurate hey would you mind playing the taglines intro sure just a second Tagline <laughs> sounded like it. It petered out into like some weird. Sounded like somebody peeing in a sink. Oh really? <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't hear it. Oh, I could hear most of it. Um, but we'll see how it ends up on the uh, on the recording. Anyway, oh. um, so do you have uh, do you have some taglines? Yeah, um, I've got a couple. Some of them are sound clips, so we'll see if that works. <laughs> okay, do it. Okay. Um, taglines uh, for... Okay, yeah, sorry. The platform. Oh, yeah, I should mention, taglines is a bit where we uh, come up with new, interesting, funny, terrible taglines to go along with the movie that we are talking about. So with that, take it away okay the the platform that didn't come through at all oh it didn't hold on do you want to do a different tagline uh i mean i've got one that's not a sound clip so um the platform i don't know it's <laughs> you better do it the platform the hunger games part two <laughs> That's so bad. I know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, here, I'm going to adjust my levels up a little bit here. Okay. Sabrina, don't just stare at it. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was, Sabrina, don't just stare at it, eat it. Yeah, I heard that one. Oh, you heard it? Yeah. Oh, good. Um, so my uh, my other two are very bad. Very, very bad. Um, here we go. The platform. Down and down and down we go. But who will save our food-hungry soul? Oh, my God. This is... This is true torture. It's like we're in the platform. Okay. And finally, uh, sure, the platform is about the socioeconomic and ethical quandary we find ourselves in, but it's also about a very real threat to us all, platforms. That's good. Is it? (laughs) The answer, no. Um, So with that, let's get into our final bit. Um, it came from social media, which I don't think we'll be able to intro, or maybe we will. Let's see here. Came from social media is a bit where we talk about what happened to us over the week on social media with you guys. And man, there's just been a whole lot of stuff going on. Um, there's been some some Scandinavian banter going on on Facebook. Um, Magnus has been talking to uh, Johanna uh, R. Uh, and uh, and they've been talking about like kind of like Scandinavian their Scandinavia's in, uh, additions to the horror genre. I mentioned so like uh, let the right one in or let yeah let the right one in. That's a Swedish one. That's one of my favorites. Um, and then there's the Finnish one that we reviewed in, this Christmas. Um, what was it called, Bryce? Rare Exports. Rare Exports, yeah. Yeah. And so they were, they've been talking about that. Also, you guys should, um, you can find, uh, Johanna, uh, R on, on our Facebook. You should check out her page and, um, and she does some horror movie reviews on her Facebook page, so you should probably check those out. Um, oh man, I'm so bummed out that I didn't get to talk to Magnus on the call last week. That seemed like it would have been really cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was nice. Yeah, it was a good call. I. Uh, <laughs> it was funny when he asked the question, "Why didn't you just? <laughs> why didn't you just call him on Skype? Why didn't you just include him on the Skype call?" Because I was like, "Oh, oh yeah." <laughs> And you were too. Um, um, yeah, we, we our Scandinavian listenership, um, it's small but mighty. Like they, they are definitely pretty vocal. So there's Magnus, jo- <coughs> Johanna, <laughs> and uh, on YouTube, there's the the user. It's like every day is Rex Manning Day. Yeah, that's uh, that's Johanna. That's Johanna. I believe so. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. How did you know that? Because I talked to her on YouTube. Huh. Okay. Well, that that makes sense then. Yeah. She's finished. They're finished. And okay. so, uh, and so she she admitted two. to it on on YouTube. I thought we I thought we had three. Now now we just have two. Now I feel less good. But thank you so much for for talking to us, Magnus and Johanna. Um, I feel like I'm missing someone else. There should be someone else on Facebook, isn't there? That's Scandinavian. Um, I'm not sure. If you are, you should you should tell us about you right now. Reach out right. to us on Facebook. We got Johanna, some new pages. Just 
just mentioned uh just commented on your review of the bye bye man she says yeah. was david's review an april april fool's joke dude here's that's, the thing that's a good question because you gave it a five well here's the thing is like like i sat through it and i paid attention to it <laughs> and uh and it you know it's it this this falls into five territory for me because it's just a dumb fucking slash like name a slasher that makes a, a good amount of sense there aren't many you know and it i don't know it's it, uh, yeah it, there's one thing there's a slasher like a generic slasher where the person doesn't really have motivation but they're coming to kill you and that kind of is the point but then the bye-bye man it's supposed to have like a backstory and a point and rules, but it never tells you any of that. And so it, it's pointless for no reason, <laughs> you know, it just doesn't bother me though. You know, I mean like that's the, the like the thing that star- it's not good. Um, but it didn't, uh, it didn't bother. I could probably could be convinced to come down a point to about a four, but in general, I don't know. It just felt like, just blah just kind of i'm surprised that you could say it's an average film because this is it's bad like it doesn't it doesn't explain anything that people's actions are really dumb like really dumb and uh yeah it just doesn't (laughs) that's just like your opinion man hey we got two new patrons yeah, we do. Um, we have some thank yous to to read out. We've already mentioned Johanna. She is a new patron this month, so thank you so much, Johanna. Um, she, uh, she's also joined by Josh K. I think we've mentioned before. I think we mentioned some of these people before, but I just yeah, we mentioned Josh K. Say again. Yeah, we mentioned Josh K. But um, Jason is new. Yeah, Jason is new. Uh, I, I have a I have a list here. I know we've mentioned them before, but I just want to. Oh, I can hear myself. Um, I just want to make sure that we officially thank these people. So Kitty, Kitty R, Josh K, Gabriel K, and Johanna R um, are all patrons that fuck hard, and we appreciate you uh, for supporting the show. Yeah, big time, guys. We appreciate it. Um, we got some new ratings on iTunes. Let's see here. Um, oh, the horror two five six says discovered this. Po- oh, I think I already mentioned this one last episode. Anyway, they say dis- <laughs> discovered this podcast over at the Reddit horror Discord server and really enjoyed it. Looking forward to listening to more episodes. Um, Albuquerque Doctor says, "I'm so glad I found a new horror movie podcast." I'm a regular listener to a horror movie podcast and Land of, Land of the Creeps, and this is another excellent podcast. There's one more. Did you want to read it? Uh, from Emma Time? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, from just this last Tuesday. She says this, well, I won't assume gender anymore because I just, I've been burned <laughs> by that before. This person um, named Emma Time, like the Spice or like the herb time they gave us five star reviews titled love this three exclamation points. This podcast is such a breath of fresh air. The hosts have great chemistry and really display a strong knowledge of the horror community. 
I don't think we really do, but thank you. <laughs> and what films are out in theaters? I love the fact that they review old and new releases as well as play fun games that have to do with horror. I highly recommend listening to this podcast ASAP. It's totally bingeable and very entertaining. Putting us halfway to our goal of a, of 200 uh, ratings on iTunes yeah, we're, podcast. We're sitting at 102 ratings right now. So Doing if we okay. can get to... So if for this week we could get to 200, that'd be great. So <laughs> if you could just leave a rating, ask everyone you know to leave a rating, and then approach several strangers and ask them to leave a rating for Horror Movie Talk, I think we could get there. Hell well, you know. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, it'd be great. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to – I, I, I'm sorry. I don't have a lot of stuff pulled up for – it came from social media. Um, I'd really like to sh- – share this episode with cinema 21 um, and see if we can get them to share it with their listener or their uh, Facebook audience um, because they have a pretty big one. If you guys wanted to share this episode with uh, cinema Two one in Portland, Oregon, that would help us out a lot. Um, Let's see. We've got a couple people that I talked to on Twitter. Um, So all elite Kyle um his sorry his twitter handle is man twitter really sucks hold on his twitter handle is at kyle s prescott um he talked with me a little bit he said he just recently started listening and really enjoyed the taking of deborah logan review um his favorite film favorite horror movie of all time is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've heard that a lot from, from people that I've talked to on social media and I keep saying we have one in the wings and that we're, we'll release it soon, but it's been like probably a year since we recorded it. So I think we'll definitely release that within the next month or two and whatever we're going to record, we'll hold that and instead, um, and he said, so he's he's looking forward to that review. Um, I asked him if he had any um, suggestions. He said that he would love for some kind of fan section, like fan questions or possible voting on movies to watch or review. Um, so the first thing to say is that uh, one of our patron Patreon perks is to be able to suggest movies and vote on them as a group, because um, we realize we cannot take requests as often as we'd want to like even fitting one a month is pretty hard when you're doing one movie per episode um so that's an answer that for for fan questions we probably should do that because i think fan questions are a separate thing than just social media comments no you're absolutely right yeah that's a good that's a really good um observation um so we'll have to start doing that just having a question thread on facebook and twitter um Another user on Twitter, Dracula, at DraculaXUndead, talked to us. Um, his Also, his favorite movie is The Texas Chainsaw Massacre and anything done by the great Rob, Rob Zombie. I call him Robert Zombie. Um, Bob Zombie. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we're really good friends. I call him Bobby Zombie. <laughs> Bobby Z. Bobby Z. Uh, so he 
he found us on Apple Podcasts just for searching for horror movies, and and he's a new listener, and we appreciate him. Um, and then I think we got Emma, which I already read her reviews, her review, but um, I talked to her on Twitter. She said, I just started listening to your podcast this past week, and I'm already caught up. You're literally the only thing getting me through this crazy COVID-19 lockdown. I love all kinds of horror, really, but specifically meta stuff like Scream, Cabin in the Woods, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, etc. But honestly, I'll watch anything. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. And she found Man. us through Spotify. If yeah, you I guys, think... if you guys, like, we try and keep it pretty on point here in the the normal horror movie talk podcast but we man we got a I don't know I don't want I don't have a lot of time today but I really want to talk about how stressful this whole thing is on the afterpod right um got a couple more people I'll speed through uh z question mark his twitter handle is at big bum wayne <laughs> <laughs> better handle um, classy man yeah he said yes uh he's a big fan of the podcast he's been listening since november of last year and his favorite is definitely american psycho so he's right along right in your alleyway oh, baby. Uh, David. he also found us on spotify i think about 40 percent of our listeners listen on spotify so that's yeah. not too surprising when i hear that um i asked him if he had any any, any input on the show and he says to be honest i think the show is fantastic you guys are great to listen to the way the podcast is right now is good so keep it up so we really appreciate that um and then oh shoot we're gonna get a copyright strike <laughs> I think the the rest of them um there's there's just new followers but I don't think I really talk to them that much most of them see here's what I do on Twitter this is a peek behind the curtains so if you follow us I'm going to reach out and say like hey thanks for the follow um you know are you a are you a fan of the podcast what's your favorite horror movie um and the people that are just following us to try to get follow backs at they most, respond. they're going to tell me their favorite horror movie, and they're not going to respond to any other any of the other questions. The real listeners are going to say like, "Oh yeah, been listening since this time. Here's my favorite horror movie." So, if you want to talk to us, we, I'm definitely going to reach out to you if you follow us on Twitter. Um, yeah. So there you go. And with that, that is our episode for today. Guys, I'm going to play us out with our intro because I like listening to it. So deal with it. And yeah, I, give, let us know what you think about the new intro by Max. We'd, we'd love, <laughs> love to hear if you like it as much as we do. Or, you know, if you hate it, um, that's fine, too. Uh, I doubt they'll hate it. I don't think anybody's going to hate it. Not like our original intro was that great anyway, so. So with that, thank you guys very much for listening to the show. Make sure to share it with a friend. That helps us grow. Also, you can help us out by joining Patreon, listening to our Afterpod on there, or shopping using our Amazon Associates link at the top of our page, horrormovietalk.com. Special thanks to everybody who is staying indoors and, uh, you know, helping uh, mellow out the curve. Uh, uh, that's really important to do because the stakes are losing a loved one or someone who you love l losing a loved one. And uh, that's that's no fun. 
Um, and so, you know, uh, this is a tough time, but we're going to make it through and we're going to keep watching horror movies. And I goddamn guarantee you there's going to be a whole lot of fucking crazy goddamn horror movies come out of this whole thing. So, you know, I mean, on the back end, maybe we'll profit. Who knows? <laughs> so with that, you guys have a great week. Stay positive. We love you. Bye-bye. Hello, and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 Dr. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology. And Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare nonos. Horror! Sabrina, don't just stare at it. New theatrical releases always get priority, but we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good.